I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta primavera, feeding caca be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. Hey, episode 184. 184. Of this, of this fucking shit show of a Brooklyn Blast Furnace. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Episode 184, starring your boy, Big Left, hosted by Jimmy Ferrari. That would be me. <laughs> I can't. Oh, shit. Well, good to see you again, my man. It's but- Jimmy's. Thank you. It's good to see you. Not any time, man. Any fucking time. I can't, I bro, I look down and the little window pops up and it says record on this computer. And I saw that and I look up and it wasn't recording. That's okay. It we only fun. talked for 35 minutes. No, it was like maybe like 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. My boy, Big Left, former member of the Coconosha solo artist, Pantheon the God. Napalm drop, Masa Moon coming soon. That's uh, right. U- United States Marine. Simplify. Digital. What else we am do- I forgetting? Handyman. All, Handyman, all around. All Aqua around. Velva face. Aqua Velva face. All around. <laughs> Average Joe. Good guy. Guy. A good guy who lives over there now. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm a friend of I'm a wait what is it I'm a friend of I'm a friend of yours, right? You're a friend of I'm mine. not a, I'm not a friend of ours, correct? And right. I'm not don't even understand that. I'm not connected, right? <laughs> you used to live born and raised, but I know but I know somebody. Everybody knows somebody. Everybody knows somebody. That's right. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. If you're from like. The five boroughs, mm-hmm. chances are you know somebody. You got to. Yeah. yeah you do. That's the way we grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I you know, you, I think you were going to say, I grew up on Arthur Avenue. Yes. The in the Bronx. Um, I went to Mount Carmel. Yeah. Catholic school. Uh, never had an issue with any priests or anything like that. So everybody relax. Nothing, everybody, you know, exactly. not, nothing everybody, crazy. Everybody cool your jets. Cool your jets. <laughs> don't don't start a rumor. But um, no, it, it, you know that that was what it was back then. You know, in the in the in the eighties, in the early eighties, that's what it was about. You know, the neighborhood was run by the by the mob. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. the, the 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 feast every year. The feast over there at Mount Carmel Church. I lived I lived on Belmont Avenue. Okay. So where Dion and the Belmonts, the oldies yes. group, grew up. You know what I mean? Yes. But well, yeah, we were talking, we, we we were gonna go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, I was gonna say, like back then, it's like a lot of people, like I always feel like I'm on this like old man shit, but like a lot of kids don't realize 
Like I grew up in, in Canarsie in Brooklyn and then I moved to Howard beach. Mm. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to put names out there or whatever, but there was people very, very close to me that were involved in the shit, but it's, there was a whole different vibe where like those guys like kept like the riffraff out of the neighborhood. They policed their own neighborhood. And if you didn't bother them or do business with them, they would leave you alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a civilian and you didn't partake in any business dealings with them. You were fine. Hey, that kid over there, Jimmy, he's all right. He's a neighborhood kid. You know? Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah, leave him alone. He's a good guy. I agree with that. Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much true. I you accept your, that. You got your cowboy every once in a while, but you know, for the most part, everyone's kept in check. Well, you know, it was, yeah, and we you know, it was about, it was about. It was like its own little police force. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that kept the neighborhood as, uh, I don't know, as safe as possible. I mean, I remember one time, I think we talked about this last time, but my, my mother dated a guy, right? One of those guys. Yeah. And um, my, my, my grandfather's brother, Uncle Tony, he had a 1950 whatever, right? Let's say it was mint. It had like 20,000 miles on it, 1955, something, 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 Buick or something. Okay. My mother had it, my mother had it parked out in front of the building and somebody stole it. So my mother told her boyfriend and, uh, they went down to the Arthur Avenue park and they said, uh, listen, this, this car was stolen. Um, I need the car back yesterday right and in, in an hour the car was parked back in front of the building in perfect shape my mother never even called the cops right Isn't she that just, like a, she, it's like amazing how that can happen right she made the one phone call i'm assuming they apologized we yeah. didn't know we didn't know the car came back in perfect order no problems yeah cops never called no issues nothing yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, it's, they, they, it's like, they, it reminds me, there was, um, this was probably, you remind me because if you, you could rob the wrong person's car and you could catch a fucking really bad decision. So oh, what, yeah. I'm going to say this was like summer of 98. This is actually relatively recent. We're not talking the eighties. There right. were these two kids. They were like, early 20s, mid 20s. I'm not going to mm. say their names. They have since passed on. But, mm. uh, but uh, they were notorious in a neighborhood, two neighborhoods away from me right now. Notorious. I've seen, I'd be walking down Avenue U and I would see one of them on the corner and I would look at him. He knew who I was. We weren't friends, but we kind of knew each other just from being right. in the neighborhood. Never bothered me, not, never a problem. I walk past and he's standing with somebody else. I hear somebody whisper something. Next thing you know, I hear a crash. And what happened was he took like the butt of a pistol and he smashed the jewelry store, a little, little snatch and grab and run. Right. And then I saw him, I was outside of a bar one night. And so he knew, he knew you saw him when he did the smash and grab. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now you see him again. No, I see him. No, I was actually, I didn't even see him again. I saw, like, I guess he knew that I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just, I minded my business. You know what I mean? So 
I, it was a, probably about a month or two later, I'm outside of a bar, and right across the street is a post office, and it was fucked up, man, because an older guy, probably 60s, gets out, it's at night, he gets out of his car, it's still running, to take a letter and throw it in the mailbox right in front of the post office. He gets out of the car, he goes to mail it, fucking so-and-so comes out of nowhere, jumps in the guy's car and takes off. Just robs this guy's car. Right, I was right across the street. I was like, what the fuck? Fucked up. And the guy's running down the street. My fucking car, gone. Right. Then, about six months later, I hear so-and-so and his, and his brother, so-and-so, were found dead, dumped in the middle of the street on Gravesend Neck Road, tortured with no teeth in their mouth. Both of them. And then, and then you hear, you know, you, you hear in the neighborhood, well, they robbed so-and-so's car. All right. Well, they were asking for it because they were brazen. You know what I mean? It was like certain, it's like you, you're a problem and you're drawing negative attention Yeah. over here now. Yeah. But that's what, that's, you know what? That's what you need back in the days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, need, you needed guys like that to handle shit like that. Yeah. And you robbed the wrong person's car and- yep. I mean, there might have been other things behind it, whatever. It might have been like, the, the you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. But, yeah, they were found both just dumped in the middle of the street, just beat up and no teeth in their mouth. Both of them. That, that's fucking bugged out. Yeah, man. I mean, but we uh, we all got stories. I got a story. But before I get into the story, I wanted to say, this is episode what, 184? Yes, sir. So episode 184. In five days out, from now. Five days from now is my birthday. Yes. And I want to just point out, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but just point out the 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 uh, the toneness. Right. Uh, other than we're gonna forget about these. Right. Okay, we're gonna forget about the bags because I don't sleep. Right. Right. Well, let's discuss the the firmness and toneness of my skin. That's due to aqua velva. Right. Your epidermis is very taut. So it's very taut, pull, pulls back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that, that I learned in the Marine Corps. So right. I have, Botox. I swear to God, I swear to God, true story. Since I, since the end of 1999, I have been using aqua velvet. All right. Every, every time I shave and these are the results. So I suggest. I'm not sponsored by Aqua Velvet, Jimmy. <laughs> this is not be. a paid ad. You Jimmy, should be. Jimmy. You're like living proof. Listen, I'm living proof, but this is not uh, this is not a paid advertisement. Right. But if you shave your face, mm-hmm. you've got to get Aqua Velvet to your face. Well, I thought that was only an 80s thing. I haven't seen Aqua Velvet in fucking decades. Got to get it. The only thing that's changed is the bottle is plastic now, kind of like forties. Okay. Yeah. The bottle. The I'm, bottle. I'm, used you to can't be. have a fucking plastic forty ounce. Bro, listen to me. Listen to me. I I was in the mood to be a degenerate one night. Your brown bag forty on the corner. I I just wanted to. I just wanted right. to get a forty. I wanted some old English eight hundred. I didn't want anybody to bother me. Right. I wanted to go drink a forty and mind my business. Right. I drove around to fucking like 10 stores to find Old English 800. This is in California. Okay. It took you that I, long? You lived in like San Diego, right? 
Huh? You lived in like San, San Diego. Diego. Nobody, no, but where I, well, I was, I was north of San Diego. I was in the desert. Okay. Nobody had fucking Old English 800. Finally, I find a liquor store with Old English 800. I go in there. I see it. And I go, yeah, like, you know, it's going to be a good night. I fucking lean over, pick it up. It's fucking plastic, bro. That's no good. That just, just it, it takes away the whole nostalgia. Ruined everything. Of Ruined everything. Who drinks a plastic? I mean, I, I drank it anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course you but, did. But it, it kind of ruined, you know, the weight of it. I was just going to say, it. the weight, it's definitely going to be lighter. And it fucking, it's like squeezy. It was weird. Yeah, that's no good. I don't like that. It was weird. It felt like like a boob. <laughs> you know, it was it was weird. You okay. know, like like two like two sandbags. You know yeah. how boobs feel boobs feel like sandbags. Okay. You know, like yeah. soft sandbags. Right. So the 40 <laughs> felt like a boob, I guess. Maybe. All right. All right. right. Did you did you besides the weight and the way it felt, did you enjoy that 40 ounce? I did. You know, I, I can't complain. It was still the old, old English 800. You know what I need to find? I don't know. I know you don't drink no more. Right. But I've had my share of what, like the bottom on a hot day. It always tastes like liquid charcoal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Scott. Bad. Do you Fuck recall Ballantine? Of course. Ballantine Ale. Of course. It's so delicious. Is it? Can't, can't find it. Can't find it anywhere. Been looking for Ballantine. I've been on a mission. If anybody knows where I can get some Ballantine in the middle of Arkansas, <laughs> you let me know. You could probably find it in some weird me bodega <laughs> in New York. The bodega, bro. Are you kidding? There's no bodegas here. In New York. Oh, in New York, I could go find Ballantine. I should just call my mother. We'll have her say squirreled. And then we'll <laughs> and then we'll have a we'll have her send me some. Speaking of squirreled. I want to just announce to everyone in podcast land that I'm the winner of how to say squirrel. <laughs> no, you're not. I proved it. Within a circle of four people. I said squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> My sister said squirrel. My mother said squirreled. And with a D. With a D on it. That's the greatest thing <laughs> ever. I love that. You said squirrel. 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 Okay, squirrel. Your girl said squirrel. Yeah. But her mother. Yes. Your girl, your mother-in-law. <laughs> said squirrel. The, the fucking tiebreaker said squirrel. Right. But but two days ago, Winner. two days ago, I asked my daughter, how do you I was like, what's the fuzzy animal with the bushy tail running around over there? She said squirrel. Yeah. She said squirrel. Squirrel. All right. All right. All right. So now. Well, then I think I just lost the championship title. That would right. mean I've got to find. OK, good. So you're one up now. What if we find like five more people that say squirrel <laughs> with a D? And then we're completely out of the race. I want it to be that. I'll take the L. <laughs> I will take that L proudly if we get outnumbered by people who say squirrel. Five more people to say squirrel. Did you ask Diabolic at all? No, Have I did asked not. No. I asked him last night. I asked him last night. I don't remember what he said, though. I was drunk. Okay. But I asked him last night about squirrel. Yeah. Just he said, when, when we did this well last week, his, his ad... And he said that it looks like I was in my grandmother's house. 
He said, you look like you're in your grandmother's house? Yeah, because of my chair. Let me see. Well, if there was plastic over it, maybe, Jimmy. <laughs> it starts out like that. He's like, you look like you're in your grandmother's house. Oh, it's gonna oh be God. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So what happened was, like, to tell people, with, yeah. I'm on the phone with you. I don't know why. I, I, I'm talking to you for a completely different reason. And then you saw the and now he's putting gloves on. It's always some random weird shit. And what? I'm just... Oh, they're on backwards. What are prepared for? <laughs> I'm getting back. Um, they're backwards. I'm just getting ready. All right. All right. What if somebody comes running in the garage here? Whoa. Go ahead. I'm listening. Some weird redneck that lives in Arkansas? You never know. Out in the middle of the woods. I guess you're right. Yeah, so no, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm on the phone with you. Next thing mm -hmm. you know, I'm in a conference call between right. me, you, your wife, and my then call you your mom in the Bronx and your sister's in that house too. And then right. as this is all going on, my girl comes in from work and we're all talking about how we you pronounce the animal that runs around with the bushy tail. We bombarded her at the door. We did. I heard a rattle in the key. I was like, all right, let me help her out. I let her in. Before she even made it in, we were on her. We were like, yo, yeah. how do you say how do you say the skinny, stupid animal that looks like a rat with a bushy tail runs around in a tree? How do you say it? Right. She didn't even eat dinner yet. No, she didn't even fucking have a she still had her keys in her hand. <laughs> yeah, so this is what happens. Between me talking with you and talking with Diabolic, it's just I don't even know where the fuck we go. It gets crazy. It does. It gets a little bananas. But not as so, crazy as you. Wait, wait, watch this segue. Because we're going to go back to, to back to the Bronx because you said it just gets a little crazy. How about yes. when, you, when you were growing up in the Bronx in the mid-80s? That was the crack era. Crazy New York. You know what? We used to, we used to, that was a big BMX time with the BMX bikes. And that's another weird thing because the fucking Bollock just dropped him. What did he have? What kind of a shirt did he have on? Rad. Rad. Yeah, he had the rad shirt on. Yes. Um, <laughs> by the way, which is a badass fucking shirt. It is. But I, I don't know if you know this. I collect vintage BMX bikes. That I did not know. Yeah, I have a, I have, well, I have my original 1980, 1986 Mongoose Expert Pro class. Blue mags? I have, or spokes? Huh? Spokes or mags? Spokes. The pro class is the definition of the wheels. It's got pro class mongoose wheels on it. Okay. I'll send you pictures. All right, yes. Yeah, um, I, have, I have a 1987 GT Pro Freestyle Tour. Mm -hmm. I have a newer Haro Master remake. It's a 26-inch, okay. I think. Um, PK Ripper. You don't have a Dino Detour 89, though. I don't have any dinos. Um, I, I almost bought a dino from a guy in Florida. I forget his name. I could probably find it on Instagram. Okay. Uh, him and I had a lot of conversations about it. You know who's really into old school bikes? Who's that? Is, uh, well, obviously Bollock, but, but, but uh, Just Blaze. Okay. Just Blaze and I started talking on Instagram when not on, uh, by the way, my Instagram is at the real big left. Correct. And it's a new Instagram because I just started doing music again. 
Correct. Because Look, Jimmy, I, Jimmy, I wasn't really doing music anymore. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know. Uh, people, oh, people were wondering where they were. Go. There were so many people wondering. Yes. That I had to come back so they didn't have to wonder anymore. You know what I mean? It's like so many. Yeah. I mean, you're a man of the people and you give. I am a, I'm give, a giver. I'm give. a giver. And what you give is quality rappy raps. I'm a giver. I'm not a taker. I, uh, same here. You know? Right, as they say. Sure. Pause. But anyway, <laughs> so what the hell was I saying? Oh, just wait. So we started talking from my, my personal, I have a personal like family Instagram account. Okay. And uh, him and I started talking about fucking bicycles. Nice. He didn't know that I, that I used to do music. I obviously know who the fuck he is. Sure. And then we like we built this little friendship. Like every time he bought a bike, he sent me a picture and I would send him pictures of mine and we went back and forth. And finally, like like a year and a half later, I'm like, yo, my boy DJ Lethal, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, wait, how do you know Lethal? I'm like, oh, I was in a group called the Coconut Street. He's like, what? Because <laughs> he knew me for, you know, we talked for so long about bikes. Yeah. And that was it. But but yeah, just you probably weren't going by big left. No, no. Right. Not at all. Yeah. So and, and you know, who knows if he would even have known that it was me anyway. But I'm just saying, right. you know, um, and uh, but he's really into him. Anyway, it's, it's a great, you know, it just brings you back to that that era. But speaking of that, we would go to the park. Now, think about this in now times. OK, okay? think about this in like fentanyl times. OK, oh, God, if you dead. if you if you touch fentanyl, you're dead. Right. Like it, it can get through your skin. You're fucking dying, right? Right. Forget about fucking shooting at all kinds of shit, right? Right. We would go and collect crack caps. Right. The caps in the, the that a little capsule in the cap of yep. the capsule was always different colors. Yeah. And we would put them in all the Allen key bolts of our bicycle. Right. To, to make it look dope. To make it look dope. And bro, it had fucking crack in it. <laughs> yes. I love that. And we're, we're, we're playing with crack you as, as little kids. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's fucking crazy. Like, you can laugh at that now and look back and like, that's crazy. But it's fucked up. I, did I tell you about my Suzuki Samurai? Well, you told me, but let's reiterate because that's that whole thing is gone. Yeah. The, the, the kids that are listening right now, they don't know about this. Jimmy, I had a 1988 Suzuki Samurai JL. Right. Baby blue. Look, I'm getting text messages. It was baby blue. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful. I loved it. This fucking crackhead comes up to my house. I'm out front. He goes, listen, you want rims and a fucking stereo for your, uh, your Jeep? I go, yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Right. I go, how much? He's like 200 bucks. I'm like, bet. When you, when are you going to, he's like, I'll have it tomorrow. I said, okay, handle it. The next morning I woke up, I came outside, this fucking retard parked, listen, he parked two different Suzuki Samurais, one with rims and the other one with a stereo system in front of my fucking house <laughs> in the Bronx, in right. front of the house. Like in, I came out the door, they were both of them back to back in front of the house. <laughs> one had rims, one had a stereo system. He came talking about giving my two hundred dollars. 
I said, yo, you fucking crazy? Get the fucking cars out of here. Yeah. Bring, back the, bring the fucking rims back and the stereo system, you fucking loser. fucking things. You're going to get me fucking pinched. Yeah. What am I going to do? Leave them in front of the house, take the shit off of them? <laughs> Did he get rid of them and then come back with the... Yes, he brought it back. <laughs> fucking guy. I forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, I knew him forever too. His fucking guy, bro. What's the matter with people? Yeah, people are nuts, bro. It's that crack rock, no? Is he a mm-hmm. crackhead? He's a crackhead, no? Of course, yeah, yes. Yeah. Extra. He was <laughs> an extra crackhead. We used to hang out at the bodega on the corner. And the fucking uh, I'll tell you exactly where I was. All right. So so 237th and White Plains Road, All where right. the two to four and the six train ends, right before Mount Vernon. Okay. Uh, near the Eden Wall Projects. We were right near Eden Wall Projects. And uh, there's right when you come off the train on 237th Street, there's a fucking, uh, well, there used to be. There was a club that you've probably been to called Act Three. Maybe. Jimmy, you had to go to Act Three. Everybody went to Act Three. It doesn't sound familiar. Really? Okay, well, we're right there on the corner. It was Act 3. I didn't really okay. hang in the Bronx too much. I was Brooklyn, New York City guy. Okay, there was Act 3. Here's the corner. Here's the, the, the steps from the train. Here's the corner. Here's the bodega, a pizzeria, and Act 3 was the club. In fact, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, fuck. The, the the reggae dude, the Dandara and shit. Um, Supercat. Supercat. Love came that to record. The, that record's still great. Yo, came to the Bronx, okay? Went on stage, and all the Jamaicans were like, yo, Lefty, you got to come with us, man. We're going to go see Supercat. I was like, yo, you're bugging, bro. <laughs> I can't, you know, they're like, nah, come on, bro. You're with us, bro. We're going to go. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Went in. Yo, Supercat came out on stage, pulled out a pistol, bro, and was like, he didn't say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He fucking shot that motherfucker in Act 3 in the Bronx. No shit. Yeah, bro. What was this? Was this when he was popping off in the early 90s? It, it had to be like 90. All right, so this is before that real thing record came. 90, no, it was when his shit was all over the radio. We have a super cat, man. Are you a Dan Dada? That okay. shit? When that, it yeah. was then. Yeah, bro. It was then, bro. Wow. Yo, that shit was crazy. He bucked shots right in the fucking spot. I was like, yeah, fucking amazing. <laughs> but anyway, what the fuck was my point? Uh, you were in oh. the Bronx, the Jamaicans. So that, that fucking corner store, right? That's where, that's where we hung out. If you, you would see me with my pit bull, typical Bronx degenerate. Knucklehead. Knucklehead. I had my fucking pit bull. His name was Samson. He's on my back, too. I tattooed him on my back. Okay. Um, Sammy was with me all the time. My boy Joey used to bring his. He had, a, like, a fucking monster. You ever see those, um, those Rottweilers that are, like, fucking almost 200 pounds? Yes. He had one of those, like a giant rot, and he would be there. We could never let them get near each other because they try to fucking kill each other. Yes. And we'd drink beers and hang out. And there'd be like 15, 20 of us. Well, the Yonkers kids would come over the 237th Street Bridge from McLean Avenue in Yonkers. And they'd come up and they'd try to go get beer with that fucking thing. 
I feel bad now, but they used to have to pay a tax to go get beer Listen, in our store. They, back they then, come things to- were fucking crazy. Kids don't realize that there was invisible lines and shit you had to do. Yo, they would come by, they would try come by beer, right? Because they didn't ID at the fucking bodega in the Bronx. Of course not. And they would also buy weed. Right. So it would be like, yo, you going in the store? Grab me a 40. Yeah. They grab a 40. You get safe passage back to Yonkers. That's right. <laughs> That's it. It's true. <laughs> That's, a true. That's true. That's true. That's I, I know it's true. Sure. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, but it's true. It is. But, well, well, it wasn't fucked up back then because that's the way we we lived. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Now, if you look if you look at it, yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked. We up. grew up, we're a little bit more civilized. <laughs> you know what I mean? But back then, yeah. you're sitting on the corner with a pit bull. How old are you at that time? It's a crazy time. You're surrounded by insanity. I couldn't be territory. Seventeen. Yeah. You know, something like 16, 17, something like that, maybe. Yeah. And up, you know, because I was always, I was always doing that. I was always doing that. Oh, look, I didn't, Jimmy, Jimmy, I, I didn't even have to scream oh, for it. Oh, see, that's nice. Oh, baby, I love you. Honey, can you do me a favor? Can, can you grab me, um, <laughs> hold on, Jimmy's laugh. Can you grab me? Thank you, honey. It's in the fridge. Um, that was so nice of her, Jimmy, was, don't you That agree? was, like, adorable. My girl, she's so sweet. Yeah, but she says squirrel wrong. My No, my girl says it like you. That's right. All right, all right. See, now I'm back on her team. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot about her. <laughs> we didn't include her in the fucking thing. When she comes back, we're going to ask her to say it. No, you know what? She doesn't say it like you. You're going to hear it now. We'll hear it now. Babe, say the word loud, though. The little animal in the tree with the bushy tail. Squirrel. Squirrel. You say it again. Squirrel. Squirrel. Would you agree? Is that the same, Jimmy? Same thing. She just has has a female voice. That's all it is. It's the same thing. So she's on, she's, you're on his side. Yes. He's on my side. Oh, she said he's on my side. (laughs) Is she she younger than me? What's that? I'm 45. She's younger than me, no? Oh, very, yeah. She's on my My side by default. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she's she's uh, 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 10 years younger than me Okay Again, let's revert back to the Aqua Velva <laughs> Right Okay That's what keeps you looking Thank you, babe Love you That's what keeps you The, the, the firm and toneness right. So you could fucking pull a 10-year younger one Right And she just put the light on And there's like a nice sheen on your face That accentuates the Aqua Velva that's what I'm saying. This is so retarded. <laughs> well, I had to put the light on because I'm, I'm in the garage chilling. Right. And I got the garage door open, but uh, the sun is going down here in lovely Arkansas. Yes. So, by the way, Jimmy. Yeah. Don't move to Arkansas. I'm not. I have no intention to move to Arkansas. That's a I know you were thinking about it. No, I'm not doing that. I've been all over the place. I, I don't know. I've been all over, but not Arkansas. You know what it is? You know what it is? I like it here. It's cheap to live here. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like all that good shit. It's very safe. Blah, blah, blah. I could carry a gun. I could carry a gun in my nostril, in my ear, in my fucking pocket. The cops, they say nothing. 
Right. If I wanted to, I could have, I could have a nose ring with a fucking Glock hanging from it. Right. Nothing. Nothing. But I need to be near the ocean. Yeah, man, you're landlocked. You're not eating no sushi over there. I need, no, I eat sushi once a week. Go calm down over there. From where? Over here. They got a, they got sushi spots. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now I got the flies in here. But, um, botulism from that. What? From what? Bad sushi. It's not bad. You don't eat sushi? I fuck, I will fuck up sushi all day, every day. When I come to New York, we're going to get sushi. When are you coming to New York? Eh. My mother wants me to come for Christmas. Eh. All right. So come, I'm around. I'm around. I'm around. Well, what are we saying, though, Jimmy? I don't know, but there's a really dope spot. You're not sponsored by Aqua Velva, and I'm not sponsored by fucking Sushi Hana either. But Sushi Hana on, on 86th Street is the, <laughs> fucking, is the fucking shit. Sushi Hana. Yeah, banging, retarded. In Cali is also super dope. Yeah. All right. We the go. sushi here, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You ever, you ever ate at a restaurant called Shogun? They do the fucking chefs where they fucking throw the fucking egg in your mouth and shit? Well, not at Shogun. Hibachi but, shit. but Saturday night, I ate at Arirang's, which is the same thing. They right? do the hibachi? Yeah, the hibachi. They throw fucking, they try to throw things in your mouth. They make jokes. Yeah. They do things like that. They're all like, they're all... Mm-hmm. Flip the shit? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, uh, the hibachi shit is super dope, but there's a place here called Shogun. Okay. Super dope hibachi, which I really don't like to fuck with that shit. I don't, you know, what if he slips? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's got, I don't know, he's, he's messing with oil, you know? Yeah. One of them knives, they're super sharp. Boom, sticks in my kid. Now I got to shoot him on the spot. Right. I can't, I don't want to do that. Right. You get jammed so I, that I, way. I, I sit at a table, I order sushi, and it's bomb. Okay. By the way, next time you go to sushi, I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to drop a fucking jewel on you. All right. And everybody else watching in podcast it? land. What is For it? those of you out there who don't like sushi or have tasted it and said, mm, I don't like the seaweed. I say grow up. Jimmy says grow up. You know what I say? <laughs> I say ask for soy paper. Soy paper is tasteless and melts in your mouth. And all you taste is the seasonings, the fish, and the rice. There you go. And the avocado. Right. And you you lose that that ocean taste from the seaweed. So there's a little little gem for you guys. (laughs) There it is. But are you are you like like do you just like dip your toe in, or do you do like a fucking cannonball in and eat everything? Because I fuck with all of it. Yes, I I have eaten every piece of sushi there is. Soft shell crab, meal. I don't like is the one where they put the cream cheese in it. Stop it. A Philadelphia roll. That's yeah. salmon, cream cheese, and whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's but stop that. I agree with you. I'm not big on cream cheese anyway, except like on a fucking dope bagel. I, you know what I like once a month, twice a month? What's that? I like a nice bagel with locks. I'm a big fan. I love it. I like a night, and we got an Einstein's bagels out here. That's about as close as we're going to get to New York. Okay. And I can go get a bagel with locks with the tomato, with the fucking onion, yes. with a little bit of cape, with some capers. Yeah. On there, 
boom, on an everything bagel, it's beautiful. Yeah, you got fucking humming breath after that, boy. Oh, yeah, but it's beautiful, though. It is. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I don't really fuck with the cream cheese, but um, I spent 10 years once a week going to a sushi place in California called I Sushi, owned by a woman named Teruko. She's going to be mad at me if she sees this. We'll just call her Ted. She doesn't like when white people say her name. <laughs> she doesn't like it. She says, you don't say it right. She doesn't, she doesn't have an accent, but anyway. But her, they're, both, they're both from Japan, legit, bro. Okay. And over the, over the 10 years that I would go there, she forced me to eat everything. Every, I ate everything. The fucking oyster shooter with a quail egg, yeah. fucking uh, eel, all different kinds of eel. Fucking all different kinds of the the long fucking clam that if you slap it, even when it's dead, it fucking starts moving. Yes. All kinds of shit. She used to have a bowl of these tiny little crabs like this big. Mm -hmm. And and they would be in the bowl swimming and she, they scoop a couple of them out, sprinkle them with some shit, deep fry them. And you, they like potato chips. You just eat them whole. Boom. You know, Um, all that shit. I ate, I ate everything that there is to eat with sushi at her spot. Cause she's Good. from, you ever had that fucking egg? They make the egg. It's like a sweet egg and they fucking roll it and they, they fry it and roll it. And it turns into like, almost like a little bur- like square burrito of egg, but it's rolled and there's this like sauce inside of it. It's so fucking good, dude. I never it's, had that. Oh my God. Her mother. And then. I would try it. I'm not scared of nothing like that. I'll fucking eat anything. You got to try Japanese curry. All right. Bro, bomb, bomb. Right. Anyway, a good Christmas time. I, I, I love, I love you're, sushi. You coming in Christmas time? Good. So when you come in, fucking look we me gotta up. Gotta go get sushi. Yeah, well, yeah, without a doubt, hundred percent. Me, you, Balak, we'll all go get sushi. Let's go. I'm down. Fucking down. Um, what else? So I, I, I have done music. I was just gonna say, what? Can you let's talk about some fucking music. So, Isaac, Danny Diablo. Yes. Shout out to Lord Isaac. Shout out to Isaac. Shout out to all DMS crew. So, Isaac, I started the Big Left page, the, the real Big Left on Instagram. Right. And I had previously to doing that, I had been doing a project called Pantheon the God with Germs, who, by the way, is an amazing producer. Shout out to Germs. He did, he did a lot of stuff for Slain back in the early days. That's how I met him. Okay. He was also around. He was staying at Lethal's house during the Lakoga shit. Okay. So, um, so germs, this dude, uh, mark my words and Frankie Fadeless. Okay. And we started just via email. You want to do a song? Sure. Let's do a song. Blah, 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 blah. So we did this panty on the God shit. We did uh, 12 or 13 songs in probably like four to six weeks. Okay, there there is a Pantheon the God Instagram, but there's only three tracks on there, and it's basically inactive, which bothers me. Yeah, I know, I know. And Mark, you're up. But uh, so so fucking um, there's a SoundCloud that we put everything up on Pantheon the God SoundCloud. Now again, we weren't trying to do this to we weren't trying to like blow up this summer. Like that's not what we were trying to do. We were just <laughs> we we were just getting back in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Let's start. Let's fuck with some beats. Let's start putting stuff together. And we said, hey, you know what? We got so many joints. Let's just let's just give it give it away. Just whoever likes it, likes it. If you like a song, God bless. You know, right. 
so that's what we did. And then, then I, you know, to the big, the, the real big left on Instagram, I started, you know, I you know, you know, ill bill and I, and slain and I, and Danny boy and I, and lethal and I have always maintained shout out to little coconut. I'm just saying, you know, we, we've always, we've always been friends. There's never, there was never an issue. There was never a problem. So we've, been, we've always been very good friends. Yes. And you know, the, not like, I, I don't talk to slain via text or on the phone, like every day or bill or something every day. It's not like that, but you know, somebody's birthday. Hey, how you, hey, you know, congratulations on so-and-so, you sure. know, um, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be. Sure. I've always, I, we've always kept in touch with each other. Hey, bye-bye. Right. And you know, Danny owns the Outsiders house here. Yes. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is only two hours from me. It's so a I got my other, my other buddy. Huh? Bucket, bucket list fucking place for me to visit, man. It's so dope, bro. I so dope. get there so fucking bad. Jimmy, you got to come out. You come out, I'll, I'll meet you. We'll fucking, you know, we'll have sushi here in Tulsa, in the middle of the United States where there's no ocean, and we'll both almost die. Okay, we'll both almost it's, die together. Yeah, we'll get botulism together, and it'll we'll make a weekend out of it. All right. Okay, so yeah. anyway, <laughs> so so Danny's here, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we, we always kept in touch. So so I started The Real Big Left, but, you know, because I was doing the Pantheon stuff, and I started recording again, Germs is breaking my balls, sending me fucking 20 beats a day. You know, you got to do this one. You got to do this one. This one, I feel about this. This one, you know. So um, I started The Real Big Left. And then Isaac, I forget how it happened. With e, I think E joined one of my lives. I started doing lives, just fucking around and recording. And then Isaac joined one of my lives. Um, and uh, um, then, you know, he just, we started talking, you know, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he, and he said, Lefty, are you doing music again? And I said, yeah. And then, da, da, da. And then he called me up. And he's like, look, bro, you know, got this label, Force 5, yep. Force 5 Records. He goes, uh, you you know, you want to do something, bro? You want to put something out? What's up? And I was like, you know, fuck. Like, I just started the thing, you know? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I've been recording pretty consistent. You know, we've been, we've been <laughs> working on stuff, you know, over the past couple months. So, fuck yeah, why not? Let's just, you know, let's just put something out. So, so Isaac, huh. you know. Huh? Why the fuck not? I mean, why not? You know what I mean? I had I had some stuff in the computer that I had been recording over over the years and, and super dope stuff. And I was like, you know, might as well put the shit out. I'm I'm only getting older, you know what I mean? Might as well get it out there so so people can enjoy it. And if you find one song that you, you know, you're totally stoked about and you like, like God bless, you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. enjoy it, you know, enjoy it. So um, so that's that and, and you know, Isaac put the whole thing together, and I was like, sure, let, let's knock it out. So he's gonna executive produce the whole thing, put a stamp on it, you know. So and um, well, back in the and, day, I mean, you put out the the World War Three fucking mixtape and and on Ill Rock originally on Ill Rock on Ill Rock and in the in the um in the remix the box cut of the song that you did with Sendog that video Isaac's right. in that video. All those guys are in that video. Uh yeah 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Jamie Jasta was running the whole thing. Yes. Back then with Ease, with Isaac. Yeah. Well, that's, that that's, was, that was the like time, the infancy. That's, that, that's the when time they were doing the ice pick thing. Correct. That's exactly the time when they were doing ice pick. Thing. And, and I'll tell you what, um, by the way, ice pick, that shit is so fucking dope. I, that shit should have taken off on its own. I don't know what the fuck happened, but that, that shit record, is super dope. That record, Violent Epiphany, is 
fucking ridiculous. I know. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. You know what happens is, is that these fucking degenerates don't pay attention when motherfuckers are doing dope shit. And then you, you, you got to wait 20 fucking years for somebody to recognize how dope your shit was 20 fucking years ago. Right. By this time, you're fucking 65 years old and you don't give a fuck. You're right. about to die because you've been drinking every fucking night like me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, recognize this shit now. Yeah. If you don't like it, fine. Just move on your way. But if you like something, support it so the motherfuckers that are doing it can live and right. make more shit. Right. Oh, you know what? You know what I find? And sometimes I'm guilty of this, so I'm not going to put myself on a pedestal. Sometimes, even if it's something you're really not too familiar with, give it a fucking honest chance. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot yeah. of that goes with like a lot of the hardcore bands because there's so many of them, and I'm guilty of this, bro. It's like I listen to the same fucking fifty hardcore records for the last thirty five years. You know right. what I mean? So it's like a new band comes out. I'm like, eh, all right, I'll I'll listen to a song. I'm like, all right, but I heard that a million times. But if you keep on doing that, you're gonna find something that you that that you like. That's something that's like a little refreshing. Like, oh shit, this is different. This is cool. And, well, and I feel that with rap too. And I think that a lot of yeah. these kids that aren't our our age are growing up on this really dumbed down version of what's supposed to be hip hop. Well, everything's everything's real fast now. You got to get right. in, get the check and get out. You get in, get the bag and then and then you own buildings. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get in, get the bag and then you own a car lot or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it is that you got to move quick now because there's no longevity. You know, I mean, I don't know about people's net worths, but uh, you know, some of these I don't want to mention any names cuz I don't want to, you know, whatever, right. but yeah. my point is I don't know what people's net worth is, right? right. So, so uh, you got these older cats that we came up on, and I mean, you could just go down through the entire list of everybody that that's been around since the '80s, you know. Yeah. And and who is actually still doing well based off of the checks from music? I don't know. Right. You know, could be all of them. I don't know. Right. You know, but or it could be two of them. You know what I'm right. saying? So a lot of these people are living off old money. From sure. the nineties, you know sure. that they invested properly, you know. But so anyway, so he hit me up, and I said, "Sure, let's do it." And shout out to also to Donnie Ruckus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Donnie from Force Five. I mean, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, you know, he runs a label over there, label over there, and um, um, we're gonna put this album together. And uh, we got you know a couple people on it. I mean, Scribble's gonna be on it, who also used to be on Force Five, still family, you know, with everybody. Um. It's not really a huge feature thing, but what I am doing it's is gonna I'm going to be a gonna big have, left record, right? It's going to be big it's a big, yeah, it's a big left record, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to put a Pantheon song on it. All right. You know? I'm going to put a Masa Moon song on it. Shout out to Frankie Faithless and Billy No Jokes, you know? Um, if you don't know who Billy No Jokes and Frankie Faithless are, look them up on Instagram. Super dope. Um, Masa Moon is a project we're working on. That shit just the concept of it. I don't even what want is, to discuss it, right? Why not? So, uh, well, I mean, I we can't. Know we what's Masa Moon? Okay, Masa Mune, if I'm saying it correct, is like the OG of OGs that created the 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 legit samurai sword, like back when samurais were a thing. Right. He was the guy. He was the plug. He Got was you. the guy you went to 
for the sword. Gotcha. So his crest and everything, basically what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do is bring this, you know, this whole Japanese element. Billy No Jokes, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, okay? But Billy No Jokes' wife is Japanese. So there's that, right? And unbeknownst, be, be, while I was coming up with this, not I, but while we were discussing all this, Frank, uh, Frankie Faye, this is the one who came up with the name. I had this idea of doing something related around the arts, something right. around the arts. Speaking of the arts, I mean, well, you know. I thought of that as you were saying it. We'll definitely get into that. Right. We'll get into it. There. Shout out to Kang Martial Arts. Man, yes. uh, Grand, so I'm sorry, Grandmaster Kang. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Yes, Okay. Sir. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, I wanted to do something with that, that artsy feeling, you know. So then Frankie calls me up with this idea from with the name Masamun and Masamune, and then we changed it to Masamun with a backwards E, which is a three, because there's three of us. Gotcha. And we took, we took, we did a play off of the like the legit Masamune, his crest. Okay. And we changed it for to fit us. Gotcha. That's and dope. that's a good I hit concept. up I, I hit up one of the homies that I met through Instagram, Sue in Japan. Um, and we're going to like, we're really going to, you know, play off the whole arts Japanese thing. And kind of, I, I, I want to, I almost where I'm going with this is sort of like, I, I want to bring this project. I want to debut it in Japan. Like, okay. the, like the first time anything's happening is in Japan where rightfully so it should happen. That's because we're, we're that's we, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Because we're basing it around this whole, this whole Japanese culture, okay, right. of of samurai. So, right. you know that that's kind of really where I wanted it to go. So, um, so that's Masamune, and then you know we already talked about Pantheon the God. Um, uh, I do have some some solo big left stuff that's not going to be on the Force Five album. Okay. You know that I'm you know building up for the next and the next and the next. So, I mean, it's getting, it's getting pretty, Oh, uh, shout out to, um, to real wolf. Um, I hit up real wolf. You know who real wolf is, right? Of course. Dope videos, man. I mean, it's incredible, right? Yeah. Um, I, I hit up real wolf. I was like, yo, I'm a fan. If you need me, let me know I'm on deck. He immediately hit me back, sent me a beat. I'm going to be working on some stuff with him, you know? Um, uh, so I'm just trying West Nile, West Nile, West Nile. You know what I mean? We're we working on some stuff with him. Um, West Nile, good dude. Great yeah, hardcore band, too. He was singing for Raising Lynn Hand Grenade. Good dude. Yeah, I know. So, you know, talking with Wes, uh, uh, shout out to uh, to Harry Potter, the uh, the H Potter, the, the, the producer. He's going to be sending over some beats. Shout out to Germs again. Shout out to my boy Rath Kai, who's got production on the Force 5 stuff. Um, my boy Moses, Moses from California, another dope producer, fucking crazy. He he got some production on the shit. Um, Sea Lance, yeah. Um, but the, you know, again, this is stuff that was in place already. You know what I mean? Gotcha. We ju we just took it and we're molding it around the Force Five album. I don't even have a name for it yet. You know? Okay. All right. But but you know, so we all working on music. Um. Which the universe is, is crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what? It feels good, Jimmy. 
there was a movie. Um, let me let me. It's it's Platoon. Okay. Uh, where William Defoe. No, is that Platoon? Tom Berenger. Platoon is William Defoe and Tom Berenger, right? Yes. And Charlie Sheen. Yes. Okay. There's a part in the movie. You know, these guys are going through hell. Yeah. Okay. They're they're in, they're in numerous uh, skirmishes. They're in a lot of battles, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bring I like bringing back old words, you know. Listen, it, no, you know what it is. Those are words of an intelligent mind. What was the What was the other word that we we talked about? Oh, Jesus! In, in text, remember? We're like we got to bring that word. I can't remember now. Anyway, I'm gonna have to say the rolling. Go on. These guys are, you know, fighting every day. And they finally have a couple of days off and they're, they're back on base and they're in the pot smoking area. Yes. And Charlie Sheen got took around. He's got like a, you know, he's got a, a, a fucking uh, bandaid or something, you know, on his neck, yeah. a bandage on his neck. And he goes down there and they're all smoking weed. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way. You don't smoke weed in, right. in the military, but in Nam, who knows? You know what I mean? The shit was crazy. Oh, yeah. Back, back in Nam, they could say we have well known that fucking... And you know what? Shout out to my dad for doing two tours in Nam with the Marine Corps. Shout out to you, Pops. Wow. Oh, wait. He doesn't like... He would kill... He, he choked me out one time because I called him Pops. Dad, shout out to you. But anyway, they go down in it and Charlie Sheen is like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to smoke weed. And he smokes some marijuana. Right. And William Defoe comes over to him and he says, how do you feel? And he rubs his neck and he goes, I don't know. I feel pretty good. And he goes, feeling pretty good is good enough. Right. That's how I feel right now. All right. Fe feeling good is good enough. You know, it feels good to be recording again. It feels good to be active in the yeah. music stuff. Um, and it, 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 it feels good to be doing something that I, I used to love very, 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 very much. And it took me 12 years to get back to that, 12, 13 years to get back to the point where I get excited at night when my wife's like, hey, we're going to go to bed. You know, we're going to put the kids to bed. And I'm like, all right, cool, because I know that I'm going to be going in the room and turning on the equipment and working on some music. Right. So it feels good. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you were, I mean, you were active for a lot of years, man. I mean, I mean, shit. I, yeah, I, mean, I tried. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't remember exactly the last time that we did this, but like, do you want to go back? Like, like how? how I mean, I don't even know. Well, Coca, like, like, like Coca, but even before La Coca, you were doing stuff. No, like a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I danced with in the background with Boricua Posse. You did? Before the Marine Corps. Yo, fellas, Boricua Posse. With, hey, shout, shout out to Flex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you know, 100%. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, what, was the, what was the name of the label? It had bricks on it. Was it Strictly Rhythm? It had bricks on the label. I think it was Strictly Rhythm. But anyway, shout okay. out to Flex. Shout out to my boy Chris C-Pop, who brought me into that. But yeah, I was always doing music, you know, as a kid. Um, and I had a little studio set up, you know, I had a little a Tascam four track and I had a Roland XP 50, uh, and a, and a Roland MS one digital sampler. And, you know, I would make beats and I was always recording and doing things. And then, you know, um, uh, I was, I did shout out to Mr. Excitement from, from hot 97, uh, Mike, you know, he was from the neighborhood 
He had a radio show on 105.9 Flip Squad Radio that I wound up uh, becoming co-host with him, sort of, I guess. I was always there. Whether I was a co-host or not, I was always there. And then, you know, he would would bring me around Funkmaster Flex. Then I wound up carrying Funkmaster Flex's crates into the Palladium. That's dope. A couple times, you know? Back when Funk Flex... Funk Flex used to have a dope Lincoln LSC with that fucking, that, that, that tire thing on the back that yeah, went down like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. He had a dope, he had a dope Lincoln LSC and, and uh, I would carry his fucking crates up the, up the back fucking fire escape of the Palladium to get in there so he could, you know, do his thing. And then, then I just hang out in the, in the DJ booth with him. I mean, it was, it was fucking insane, you know? Yeah. So I, I've been around, you know, met Tupac twice, you know, uh, met I met Biggie outside the tunnel. I actually got Biggie to do a vocal drop for 105.9 Flip Squad. He was in a, I think it was either a white Mercedes or a white Lexus. Um, Biggie was in the back passenger seat and they were out in front of the tunnel. Uh, met J. Rue back then. Met J. Rue again with Ill Bill on tour in France. You know, um, Mob Deep, met Mob Deep, Mob Deep in the tunnel. I'm talking, I was in the tunnel when the tunnel was the tunnel. Right. You know, yeah. so, so I, I've, I've done a lot of stuff. I just never talked about it. You know, I've, I've been around, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of a group called whistle, No. but it's a, it's an R and B group, but jazz from whistle. It's, you know, used to, those dudes show me a lot of love. They did a lot of stuff with the, uh, free from in touch. Okay. They did that song. They did that song too hype. That girl is too hype. Okay. 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 I know that that song. That was my boy Free from In Touch and Jazz from Whistle. They had another group that they I was in the studio with them. Greg Nice uh, 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 and uh, Smooth B came through. Uh, uh, you know, I was always I was always the little fucking Italian kid from the Bronx that was always in the mix of like what yeah. the fuck, you know. Yeah. Remember Crew and shit. Crew hung out with Crew at the spot a couple times, you know. And back in the day, like I was always doing it, and then. Went in a Marine Corps and, and which I was always going to be a Marine. It wasn't like I was like, I'm going to be a famous rapper. Right. That's it. My life is a famous rapper. You know, right. I don't even fucking listen to hip hop. Right. Okay. I hate to say it. I hate to say it like that, but I don't, you know, okay. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking Megadeth. I'm a metalhead. Right. Love you know it. what I'm saying? First, I'm a metalhead first. Like uh, same so I, if, if I was to, you know, if I was going to put something on, yeah, I put some fucking dope shit. I put on some Big Daddy Kane. I put on some fucking Mob Deep. I put on some fucking uh, Slick Rick. I put on some OC. I put on, by the way, OC, my favorite MC of all times. You know, <laughs> I listen. To, I, I know what's up. But is there any hip hop like now? Yeah. I don't listen to anything. I'm, you know, if I'm in the truck, I'm listening to, to classic rock or metal or you know whatever death metal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Same here. Um, but so, um, and then fast forward to meeting DJ Lethal to my boy uh, G Fella, okay. who was, uh, we were in a group together back in the days, right before I was joining the Marine Corps. Um, actually, we're in, the, we're in the Romeo Must Die movie. Okay. Um, the song is, uh, oh, it really don't matter to me. It really don't matter to me. You'll hear it if you watch Romeo Must Die. And then that was called Ill Squad. And then uh, G Fella did something with uh, Queen Latifah and he came out to California. I was already, I was either in the Marine Corps or just getting out. And, um, and uh, we went, he, we went out to LA. We, 
you know, hung out. He was doing, I met Latifah, which by the way, she's super, was super nice to me, super humble and fucking dope. And then, um, that's good when people are like that, man. Like, you know, Latifah, Latifah was fucking cool as ice. It was like hanging out with the homegirl, like back in the Bronx. I mean, yeah. it was like, she was just mad cool. Yeah. And then that's when I met, that's when I met Danny boy was through Danny boy and lethal was through G fella. Nice. And then we were just fucking around in the studio. I kept in touch with Danny. And then like two weeks later, he called me and said, Lethal wanted to sign me to Lethal Dose. And I was like, well, um, uh, okay. You know, yeah, like, uh, okay. And then, uh, and that's just, you know, everything spawned from there, you know, fucking, we went out to Boston. Danny was, was going to do some stuff with Slane. And that's when we met Slane. And that's when I met Isaac. That's when I met Danny Diablo. And, I guess Danny Diablo was the one who put it together and to bring Danny out, Danny boy out to meet Slane and do this, you know, a couple of tracks. And um, then when we went back to LA, it was me and Opto who were signed with Lito. We were like, yo, we need a third guy. We're going to do a group. And we were like, Slane we called Slane and Lito flew him out that night. And Slane, yeah. Slane got off. Slane, they, uh, Opto picked him up from the airport and played him one of the beats that we were working on. On the way home, from, on the way back to the studio, so from LAX to Capitol Records, which is where Lethal Studio was, right outside Capitol Records, Slane wrote an entire verse, walked in the door, didn't even just wave to us. He didn't even know Lethal. He had never met him yet. This is the kind of impression that Slane did. He walked in the door, waved, said, what's up? And said, where's the vocal booth? Went right in the vocal booth, said, play the beat, and recorded his verse, then came out and said hello to everyone. Sick. That's the kind of impression Slane, you know, made. And uh, yeah. uh, and then we did the Knockouts album, which didn't really, you know, nothing really came from that. Um, it's super dope, but, yeah. you know, nothing ever happened from it. And from that spawned the Coconut Show. Sick. Yeah. Which was dope. So, you know, you're talking 04, 05. You know? Yeah, sure. Talking, and it blew the fuck up like crazy. That was some of the craziest shit I ever seen. I remember Danny Boy calling me up and going, "Lefty, I'm gonna put your song on 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 something called MySpace." Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck is MySpace?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, it's this thing like where you get to meet people and shit." I'm like, "Ah, I'm all set with that. You know, I don't give a fuck." He's like, "No, you need to make a page." I'm like, "Okay, I'll make a page." Right. He puts it up, and I remember I'll never fucking forget this, bro. I remember like one night. Danny Boy put a post like saying like um, a thousand people by 12 p.m. or else like following, you know? Yeah. And he put up one of my songs, uh, uh, Head Nod Shit. Yeah. That but, Shout out to Kevin Sakota. I did that shit with, uh, with Head Nod. Uh, Head Nod Shit was with Kevin Sakota, who used to be at Warner Brothers. Yeah. And, um, and, and all of a sudden we had a thousand followers. And then he said, you know, 5,000 by tomorrow at such and such time. And then next thing you know, the cover of MySpace was La Coca Nostra and Tila Tequila. And it was like, whoa, uh, like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, um, it was pretty crazy. It was, a, it was a, it was a very, very cool thing to be part of a very cool experience. Um, and I think one of the takeaways, one of the, one of the moments that really stick out for me is when we went to, uh, New York, I believe it was the Nokia Theater, and uh, Best Buy Theater, and now I'm not even sure what it's called. Oh, so it's not the Nokia Theater anymore? No, 
No, I went. Okay. I went to. I went to go see the band Anthrax at the Nokia Theater, and then it changed to the Best Buy Theater, and now I think it's something else. Even if it's still there anymore, with all this nonsense that's going on, who knows? If right, it's right, right, right. So um, we, you know, we're, we're backstage. We're talking about what we're going to do. We came out with Lucha Libre masks on. I think it was Halloween or right before Halloween or something. Okay. Really dope moment. Really dope moment. So and the place. The play, yeah, it was sold out. Place was sold out, and um, I remember my buddies, my boy Al Nix, my boy Maws. Shout out to Al Nix and Maws, and a couple of, of the other kids from the Bronx were there, and I, I had them up in the balcony on the left of the stage where I could see them on the left. They were up in the balcony right there, and the last song we were gonna do, which, you know, obviously there's a House of Pain reunion within Lacoca, so it was pretty dope. Sure. The last song we were gonna do was Jump Around. And I had rehearsed it up until this point with every, well, do you even have, we didn't even have to rehearse it, but during the rehearsal, we Everybody knew. Everybody knows the lyrics to that song. You Everybody. know all the lyrics. If, if you listen to hip hop and you know everything, you know all the lyrics to jump around. And I remember, um, you know, we, we did it during our, we rehearsed at Fat Beats. That's where we were doing all our, shout out to Fat Beats, shout out to DJ Eclipse. I was you just know. gonna say that, shout out to Shout out to Lethal, shout out to Sabak, shout out to uh, uh, Lord Goat, shout out to, you know, Gore-Tex. Shout out to um, uh, Vinny Paz. Happy birthday, Vinny. Yes, today is his birthday. And also, yeah. you said Lord Goat. He just dropped a record with Stu Bangers. Finally. Yes, he did. Shout, and shout out to fucking Stu Bangers. Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah. But, so, uh, um, and I, you know, I wasn't prepared. I, I had never. for that. I had never been on stage with fucking House of Pain. <laughs> right. And then some. And then, and, and Ill Bill, and yeah. Slain. Yeah. And I think, I think all of Cyprus came, I, I think, no, all of Psycho Realm. All Psycho Realm was there. Shout out to Jackin. Yes. Shout out to Cynic. Out, you know what I'm saying? Every, all of Psycho Realm was there. Um, and jump around, and the horns come. The ba, 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 ba. And the fucking, I thought the fucking balcony was going to collapse. Yeah, man. Okay. The yeah. whole place was jumping. The whole place was jumping. And I, and I looked up at my boys in the, in the fucking, my boy Mars, my boy Alex, and I forget whoever else was up there. But I looked up at them. Oh, Apocalypse. I think DJ, shout out to Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse was up there. And it was just this surreal moment where we like caught eyes and I was like, yo, I can't believe I'm on stage. Yeah. Like this, I can't believe insane. I can't believe I'm doing this. Like this, this whole shit moment. How the fuck did this shit happen? Like shit. It, it it was super dope, and I and I really appreciate Danny. I really appreciate Bill. I really yeah. appreciate uh, Lethal, um, and I and I really appreciate Slain for the times that that um, you know we spent together. Um, it, it was a it was good, it was good stuff for me. You know, I have a lot of good memories. You know, of course. Yeah, man. And by the way, La Coconostra has a new album coming out. I'm sure you guys already know. 2021. 2021. I promise. I, I will promise this, that if they, if, if they want me to do a song with them, I will 100% do a song with them. Sure. Why wouldn't you, man? Because sure. it's super, it's, it doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be dope. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So why not? Why not fucking do it? But yeah, man. 
lot of good times, Jimmy. A lot of good stuff, bro. I'm sure, man. There's a lot of surreal shit that you probably never thought that you would ever, you know, step into. Yeah, like like going my entire life knowing that OC is my favorite MC in the history of MCs of all of hip hop and all time. And I can say, I can almost recite um, Time's Up forwards and backwards. Right. Okay. When he showed up at one of the shows, which was it that fucking show? Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. It might have been the fucking Okita. Nah, maybe it was. I don't know what show it was. But anyway, fucking OC's there and I'm fucking freaking out. And everybody knows I'm freaking out. Bill knows. Eclipse knows. Everybody knows. It, I think it was that fucking Nokia theater show. Right. You were probably and, just a mess. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I was a mess. And, and, and somebody says to O, yo, you want to do, you want to jump out there and do something before we, you know, we go. And O was like, sure. What do you want me to do? Time's up. And everybody was like, yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, please say time's up. Please say time's up. Cause I just want to, I just want to see it. Yeah. And he goes, I need somebody to do my ad libs. Oh, fuck. You know, you know, as anybody want to do my ad and Eclipse goes lefty, you're up because he knew every, everybody, the whole, everybody pointed at me. I'm like, yo, like, because during, during the rehearsal at Fat Beats, Eclipse put on the time's up beat, just fucking around. Like mm-hmm. while we were hanging out and I spit the entire song front to back, front right. to end. And Eclipse stopped the record and he said, you know what, Lefty? That was actually really impressive because I promoted this record when it came out. He was one of the DJs that was putting it out and helping with the label and all that stuff. Yeah. And he, and he goes, he goes, I don't even know it like that. So he already knew that I knew that song that in depth. But OC is, is probably... Not even probably. It just hands down one of, one of my most favorite uh, MCs of all time. Did, I'm you talking wind, to did you wind up doing the ad libs that night? I did shitless, shit scared shitless. I didn't know. I was uh uh yeah yeah. It's fucking. Horrible. I was. Ju- I just wanted to watch him and go. Why are you so dope? Why are you so dope? <laughs> How the fuck did you write this? What the fuck? You know that's what I wanted to do, but right. <laughs> It's a good time, though. Yeah, I'm sure, man. Sounds like it. A lot of oh shit moments and like, you got to stop for a second. Just be like, take all that shit in. Like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, I'm here right now. It's fucking crazy. And it was weird. I met Chuck D that night, too. I was walking from the hotel to the, the Nokia theater, like before the show. And lo and behold, Chuck D standing outside of a fucking just just standing outside of a uh, of a building. Yeah, talking to somebody. I seen him, so I'm like, "Holy shit, Chuck D!" So I'm standing in like a, like a fucking you waiting like just, what? You fanboying? Yeah, waiting to just say hello. I'm like, "Hi," you know. And he he tells the person that he's talking to, he goes, "Hang on one second. and he turns and he acknowledges me. First of all, that's super dope. He doesn't know he didn't know me, right? Once I introduced myself, I said. Mr. Chuck D, I'm Big Left from La Coconosha. At the time, I was in La Coconosha. Uh, I'm Big Left from La Coconosha. I, I fucking love you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. holy shit, like, you're the best. Yeah, I love you, you know? And he's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, you guys are performing tonight. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you want to come? Like, come with me. Like, I want, I want, like, I'm asking Chuck D, like, I wanted him to come with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, me. Chuck D is with me tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with Chuck, guys. I brought, I brought, guys, I brought Chuck D with me. Right. You know, 
uh, that would have been great. But, you know, he, he was like, no, 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 I, you know, I can't. I got a lot of stuff to do, but you guys have a great show. And he said, make sure you tell Danny and all the boys. I said, what's up? And I was like, uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Hey, nice to meet you, Bo. And I, you know, went, went, to, went to do the show. Yeah. But just a lot of crazy, crazy moments, you know, crazy yeah. things happen. A lot of good times, you know. Yeah. But I want to preface that with, with, with one thing. For me, and I want, I want everybody to understand this. For me, my greatest accomplishment, personally, I'm not talking about children and wives and stuff, because obviously that's super important for me. Of course. I'm talking almost in the, in the you know, just my personal goals that I uh, accomplished. Yes. For me, being a United States Marine and honoring my country and honoring my brothers and sisters of every shape, size, and color in the United States Marine Corps is my biggest honor um, that, I've, that I've ever done. I'm very, 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 very proud that I was able um, to sign the dotted line for my country. So, and much um, respect to you, man. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I did the same thing. You know, I did it probably for, I didn't know that I was going to ever be in the military. I did it because I was getting in trouble in Brooklyn and I thought I needed some structure in my life. So I mean, right. I did it, but regardless of the fact, I still did it. You know what I mean? Um, you know? Yeah, I knew, I knew you could have put money on it. And you don't understand what I had to go through to get in the Marine Corps. I fucking signed myself out of high school when I was 16. No I shit. didn't have a high school diploma. I was slinging crack on 222nd. Right. You know? So when I finally pulled my head out of my ass, I was like 23 years old. Right. Not even, no, let me rephrase that. When I got my head slightly out of my ass to be able to catch a breath of what real life is like. Yes. Okay. I had a fucking, I failed the ASVAB, the practice ASVAB. Yes. In the recruit, I failed it like miserable, yeah. miserable. This is how bad it is. You only need like a 32. Yeah, it's terrible. And if people don't know what that is, that's the, uh, Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. Jimmy? <laughs> are, are, are you okay? <laughs> Why? Are you okay? Why? God bless you, Jimmy. God bless you. That was, That's what ASVAB stands I, for. That was... Say it again. Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. That's pretty impressive, Jimmy. I hey, took what? it. I know it. I didn't know what the fuck it stood for. It meant test that in case you're a retard or not. <laughs> it's true, but that's, I always thought that was a dope name because it ended with battery. I always thought it was like a oh. name for a test. Talk about having, having everything against you. I, was, <laughs> I, I go to the recruiter's office. I take the fucking ASVAB. I fail it. Right. Okay? Not only that, but he tells me, listen, you can't even go get your GED. I, there's only like two spots a year that I could bring people in on a GED and that's taken immediately. Right. It's taken like 10 years from now. Yeah. So I, I have no college spots. myself. I, I had to go to college too. In the air force at that time, when I joined in 96, it was every arms, every branch, except for the air force at that time, you were able to get in with a GED. 
But the Air Force, you can get in with a regular high school diploma, no problem. But if you had a GED, you needed 15 college credits on top of that in order to get in. So I went to Kingsborough and I was still a mad knucklehead. It took me like a year and a half to get fucking 15 credits. And then so I got that way. What I did is I went, I, the, this is, let me tell you what he told me. So the recruiter tells me, go downstairs. There's a bookstore. Go downstairs. They have a book called, it's the Practice ASVAB book. It's like this thick. Yes. He said, go by, if you're serious, go by. I was always going to be a Marine. My father's Marine. I was always going to honor him and do that. Right. By this time, my father had been killed already in 1989. Right. So I go to the fucking bookstore. Right after I left it, I bought the fucking Practice ASVAB book. My mother still has it. I fucking went immediately and said, how can I get my high school diploma as quickly as possible? I found a school called Yonkers Prep. They did an adult education school that if it was a minimum of nine weeks, huh. you, had to, you had to go to school every fucking day for nine weeks and take these tests every day. And, and only if you got 100% on everything from beginning to the end, could you get issued your actual high school diploma, which would have been from uh, Lincoln High School? Right. At that time, we were using my aunt's address in Yonkers so I could go to school in Yonkers. And it would have been from Lincoln High School. So I said, I'm doing this in nine weeks. I fucking 100 aced everything in nine weeks. In the meantime, my cousin John came out. He was in college in Syracuse. He came down and taught me fucking algebra and, and, and basic math. Cause I was, I didn't know any math. Yeah. I'm still terrible at math. Might as well be Chinese. And I fucking went through the, the, as he went through the ASVAB, I studied that fucking book, bro. I fucking read to, I took the ASVAB for reals, for reals. I fucking aced that shit. Yeah. I got such a high score. I had my pick a job, whatever job I wanted to do. The recruiter told me, not me. <laughs> the recruiter, the recruiter said to me, said, I've never seen anyone with as much passion as you had. He said, I, I, I shot you down hard. You don't have a high school diploma and you don't have, and you failed the practice ASVAB. And I was like, nah, that's not happening. See you in nine weeks. Right. You know, you went there and you and, fucking killed it and you came back with a fucking diploma and aced that shit. Correct. What, what's yeah. the full What's the full name of the test that you aced, Lefty? What is the it? aptitude? No, come on, failed. That, failed it already. The ASVAB. Armed That's services. Armed, armed services vocational aptitude. Aptitude battery. Correct. Armed services vocational aptitude battery. That's the ASVAB test. That's the ASVAB test, kids. That's it. That's <laughs> the truth. You don't yeah. want to fail that. You don't want to fail that. And if you do fail it, make sure you go. Oh, and by the way, let me tell you something else to the kids. There's no, right. I don't think there'd be too many kids, but kids, listen to me. Don't fucking go enlisted. Don't listen to these fucking recruiters. Right. If you really, if you really got a hard on to be infantry and go fucking shoot shit up. All right, go do it. Right. Listen to me. Get your fucking college degree first. Go through OCS, Officer Candidate School, yep. in any branch of service, and become an officer with a little bit of shiny shit on your collar. 
You get saluted. Everybody, everybody, everybody fucking saluting you. You graduate, you graduate uh, boot camp officer candidate school making like 60 grand a year already. Yeah, that's the that's the fucking move. That's the way to go. I walked in slick sleeves, man. Nothing. <laughs> slick sleeves. And then right. But it, it was about two days, but it was now about two weeks before I was about to get my third stripe. A whole bunch of shit went down and I got my two stripes ripped off. Back there you go. Slick. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what happens when you're 23 and you still feel like you're on the block, <laughs> but you're in fucking Alaska on an Air Force base. Really? Well, Alaska, bro, what else are you going to do but fucking fuck around? Dude, there was nothing else to do. Where were you, in Juneau? No, I was right outside of Anchorage, Elmendorf Air Force Base. What did you do in the Air Force? I was a jet engine mechanic. On planes? On planes. What kind, of, what kind of planes? What jets? Well, in first, well, obviously, Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas was my boot camp. Then I went seven-hour drive north in Texas to Shepard Air Force Base for my mm -hmm. tech school. And then from there, I went to Clovis, New Mexico to Cannon Air Force Base. And we worked on F-16s and EF-111s. But EF-111s were about to be phased out. So once I was there, I only turned wrenches a little bit on those but it was mostly F-16s. And then from there, I went up to Alaska and they had F-15s, F-16s, C-130s, which I was not qualified because those are prop planes, C-130s. I, yeah, I know what a C-130 is. I know. Well, I'm oh, wait, but the, you guys might not know. It's a carrier. It's like a troop carrier. It's a, the C-130 is a big uh, carrier plane. Go ahead. Right. And they also had, which is also top secret, though. I didn't have top secret clearance, but they had the AWACS up there, the one with the big radar on the top. Yep, yep, yep. With no guns now, on. Just, it just descrambles everyone's shit. So by the time you were in, no Tomcats. No Tom, no. The, the, um, what's the, uh, what was the, the Raptor was just coming off of the fucking production line as I was getting the boot. I think the Tomcat is my most favorite plane. Well, they, weren't, well they, they weren't at my base. Not every base has every plane. You know what I mean? Like some bases are yeah, just yeah, yeah. a 10 base which I always well, like to work on A-10s because they're just badass because the A-10 was the Cobra Rattler. Right. I don't necessarily know that the Air Force had the Tomcat, but I know Maybe that the Navy, did, the Navy did because of Top Gun. Sure. Well, the um, Marines is also the Department of the Navy. Right, we're the men's department. Right. Yeah, I know. Wear my little cunt cap, my little Carvel cap. I hate it. <laughs> But, but 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 you know what though? It, listen, Yo, if there's any I fucking went, marines out there, if there's any fucking marines out there, they just fucking laugh their ass off. Well, it's the truth though. I know this, but listen, I don't give a shit because you know what? I wasn't in no fucking tent with it raining on me. Oh my god, I, no, not even a tent. What are you talking? A tent? It's called a bivouac. You know what a bivouac is? A, a budget tent. No, it's even worse than that. <laughs> a bivouac is half a tent mm -hmm. and you have the other half. You see, I have no time for that. I need, I need you to have a whole shitty tent. No, I have no time for any of that. I was in the barracks in the dorm with blankets and air conditioning or heat. It's horrible. It's the, I was fucking smart because, well, you know, my, my, my fault. I'm smart. I'm smart. I could do things. I could do things too, you know. 
And my father was in the, was in the Marine Corps. And, I know. Sample yeah, Fidelity. He yeah. is a he is a Marine. All right, but but he never went to Vietnam. I told you that story the last time. Yeah, he, he was all rucked up with his whole platoon ready to go. I have his somewhere. I have his actual, you know, his graduation book. Like the it was a red book, Paris Island, like the yearbook version, you know, whatever. Yep. But yep. Uh, he was all rucked up, ready to go with his whole platoon, and they were at some air force base. He told me this story fucking thirty five years ago, and. Everybody went except for some reason his platoon and another platoon were recalled and they never went. And that was in 69. That's the fucking height of Vietnam, dude. Yeah, that's when the shit was crazy. My dad went, you know, where my dad went his shellback card. I have it. You know what a shellback card is? No. When if you're on a ship, it, I probably know. When you when you're on a ship and you cross the equator. Right. You get the shit kicked out of you. OK. And you get a You get a shellback card. I have my father's shellback card. I think it's dated 67. Yeah, shit was popping off. Okay. He went 67, 68, I think. Okay. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah, much fucking respect, man. I mean. Uh, no, to everybody, you know, look at You got to respect these motherfuckers that actually signed a dotted line and then went over there and fucking rock and roll. Shout out to my boy, Gabe. My boy, Gabe, bro. Tech. Shout out to Tech for doing six tours in Iraq and not even fucking never complaining once right. getting IED and, and getting a, a, a purple heart. Shout out to my boy, Gabe and everybody shout out to everybody that served this country. Yeah. I love all the people who fucking rail against them people, but it's like, you don't have the fucking balls to fucking do that shit. You don't have the heart or the spine and it's ridiculous. It's okay. I mean, so, so you know, sometimes not it's for just everybody, about, but it's just like, Show yep. some fucking respect, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, you know, you but, don't uh, have to, but you know, whatever. That that's a whole other fucking thing. We can start. I can start fucking going nuts on that shit. You know, you don't have to do anything, but just know that that the ones that matter are, are watching. Sure. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course I know what you're saying. We need we need to we need to be kind to each other, Jimmy. And I'm not. This is not a joke. I'm being serious. We need, we need to be we need to be kind to each other. Um, we need to treat each other like like human beings. Um, you know, if somebody needs help. You help them. It's very simple. Yeah. Just, just uh, I'm not I'm not trying to fucking get all peace, love and fucking I'm not a pacifist. I still punch somebody in their fucking mouth. Right. But the point I'm trying to make is it's 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 so it takes so much energy. To fucking hate. It takes yeah. so much energy to be angry at someone. It takes so much energy to, 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 you know, let someone live in your mind rent free yeah. and just, you know, you're always thinking about them, how much you hate them and this, that, and the other thing. That's, that's a lot of energy. Dude, I it's very it all it, the time. It's not hard to be fucking nice. And I just don't, I'm, I'm too tired and I don't have the time. Yeah. yeah. It's, in, it, it's, it's human. Like, it's human nature to just be kind, be, be a good person all around. Somebody needs you. Yeah. Be there for them, you know, pay attention to, to, to your fucking family, pay attention to your friends, pay attention to everybody, make, make sure that everybody's okay. That's around you. And it'll just come back to you, you know, surround yourself with good people. Sure. And, and, and that's it. You know, just, just not, I'm not talking about, like I said, I'm not talking about peace, love and harmony, but yeah, no, just, I don't do group punk shit. So no, no, no. But be kind to people. You know, somebody's on the side of the road, they got a fucking flat tire. They look like they're having a hard time. You fucking help them out. 
Yeah, man. You know, fucking help them out. You see, you see a woman, you see a woman um, in a restaurant uh, by herself, no ring on a finger, eating with her her daughter, and they're just by themselves, and you're there with your family. Everybody, you got the husband and wife, and everybody's together. Yo, fucking buy her dinner. Yeah. Tell the waitress. Tell the waitress. Listen, bring that check's mine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What's what's it? Forty dollars to make this lady smile. She's probably busting her ass to go to fucking Applebee's on a Thursday night. Take a kid oh. out for a little dinner. Yeah. You know, that's you need. To, we need to pay attention to 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 each other. That's all I'm saying. You know, yeah. kind. Pay yeah. attention. Hundred percent. I agree, man. I fucking agree. But I have a lot of fun. What's up? Go ahead. What are you gonna say? Go. What are you gonna say? You say. No, you. I, was say, I had a lot of fun tonight, bro. This is this is this is always this is a beautiful. Always- but we we talk on the phone all the time. <laughs> I know. I so know. I always have fun. I always have fun when I'm talking with you. But this is something that you know for us to give, you know, oh, to give yeah. a little bit of, little bit of us to to the people, you know. Absolutely. But I, if you don't mind, I'm gonna. I have to shout out my sponsors. I almost fucking forgot. Let's do that right now, and I'll help you. You'll help me. Yeah, right. my man. Are you a coffee guy, Lefty? I am not. My wife is. All right. Do you drink? But for, 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 for the purposes for the purposes for the purposes of this plug. Yes. I absolutely love this coffee, and I drink it. But what about, but what about tea? You like a nice glass of iced tea there in Arkansas? Absolutely, hundred percent. Sweet tea. We, we sun tea. You ever made sun tea? I never made it. I'd buy it. No. Do you know how to make sun tea? You probably take tea bags, you throw it in water, and you put it in the sun for a couple, two, three days. Bingo. You got to do that. It's delicious. But <laughs> yeah, I love tea. I do. All right. Well, Dead Sled Coffee, at Dead Sled Coffee on Instagram, they have tea as well. All right. Shout out to Dead Sled Coffee Absolutely. and tea. And yes, they have iced tea. They have cold mm-hmm. brew coffee, all different kinds of blends. They just signed a deal and they're coming out with, it's called their Nightmare Blend. They just did a deal with Robert Englund, fucking Freddy Krueger. So, Get out of here. Swear to God. How am I going to Probably make- for Halloween. Perfect timing for Halloween. Yes, it is. Super dope. I mean, it's a small, small company run by only a couple of people. Um, Dead Slide Coffee on Instagram. And if you go to deadslidecoffee.com, Lefty, you, I will do that as soon as we're done. You 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 type in the in the promo code. You type in Brooklyn Blast, and you get fifteen percent off your order. And if any order over forty dollars, is free domestic shipping. Even to forget all- it. Where are you going to find that anywhere else? Even to the square states, it's free. That's you're not going to find that nowhere. Deadsledcoffee.com is where you find that. Make sure you get it. Deadsledcoffee. Deadsledcoffee.com. Exactly. How about, how about like, you know, like, like in your new musical endeavors and shit, you're going to print up some merch or what? Yeah. And I, you know what? I think you got a guy. I got a guy. Everybody. For merch. Right. New Republic printing. New Republic printing. Yes. He's a big Star Wars guy. He had, his company used to be called Death Star. Nice. But I think him and his wife were partners and they got divorced. So he reopened it. So what, what happened after the Death Star blows up? The New Republic. You get it? Got it. Right. New Republic Printing on Instagram and newrepublicprinting.net. And now here's another thing where nobody, nobody does this, Lefty. Nobody. No one. 
No screen fees. No screen fees. No setup fees. Absolutely none. None. And if you get your order shipped to a commercial address, like your job, or even if you're cool with the guy at the bodega on the corner. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Let me say it. Say it. Let me guess. Let me guess. Free shipping. Free UPS ground shipping, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. See, all you got to do is talk to the bodega guy. Boom. Right. Get whatever you want. Right. And you get it shipped there. Fuck a beautiful thing. And uh, what's that called? What's that? New Republic clothing again? Newrepublicprinting.net. Newrepublicprinting.net. And um, New Republic Printing on Instagram. So if you want to make shirts. Yes. Hit them up. Right. Lords of Brooklyn action. Lords of Brooklyn. Oh, speaking of Lords of Brooklyn. Yeah. Shout out to Caves. Shout out to Lords of Brooklyn. Shout out to I, Edge. Shout out to Ant. Shout out to fucking Paulie Nugent. Paulie Nugent. I just did a verse and sent it to Caves. There you go. I just ate don't, at Caves' restaurant the other day. Don't, don't tell anyone. Nobody. Keep it I don't back. know. I don't know what he's going to do with it, but I think he liked it. I think he liked it. Shout out to Caves. Shout out to all the Lords of Brooklyn. Yes. Bunch of good guys over there, over there. Okay. All right? And uh, uh, they, Caves is in possession of a verse from me. Right. So he's got it. Yes. Shout out to Caves. And if you're in Brooklyn or in the New York City area and you want some yeah. banging food, the Brooklyn Firefly in Bay Ridge. Done deal. Great um, food. Great food. When you come in for Christmas, we have to go over there. We have a nice rice ball. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Stop this. I would love to have a rice ball with you. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. I would love, I love rice balls. How can you not like a nice rice ball? You know what we got to get though? We got to get, we got to get a Jamaican beef patty and have them cut it open and then put some sauce in it and close it with maybe a little mozzarella. They're not doing that. Somebody's got to do it. We're going to find it. Do, do it in my kitchen. And then we'll get, and then we'll get, <laughs> then we'll get, we'll get, then we'll get some sushi and then we'll get some, some, we'll get a nice uh, bagel with locks. Yes. I'm excited. We'll get White Castle. Yeah. Can we get White Castle too? We can get White Castle. When I, when I did the episode with, with Ill Bill, right after we were done, we went right across the street from his house and we sat there and we ate fucking White Castles till we were about to throw up on each other. That's great. I want the, do they still have the jalapeno ones? I believe so. And the chicken ring sandwiches? Yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited now. Yeah, see, you got to come back over here now. And now, hold on, and let my last sponsor, Generation, yes. Generation Records, located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village of New York City. They have survived thus far throughout this whole pandemic shit, and they're back open. But you can go to Generation Records dot big cartel.com and that's their online shit that you could buy stuff but go to the brick and mortar spot 210 thompson street in the west village and support- shout out to generation records if i'm if i'm correct isn't that where uh danny diablo sells those new york hardcore hats that, that are dope most absolutely correct sir that's the same spot right generation records absolutely shout out to mark yes yeah that's what's up Yes. Vinyl, shirts. I mean, when, when the world was normal or sort of normal, they would do like 
like there would be like a small intimate show. There would be somebody doing spoken word. They would be, they would have events. They have everything in there. They've been there since 1992 and they're still around. Last That's one's dope. on the block, man. Last one's on the block. So that physical vinyl, that physical music, you got to support these people. And before everybody goes, did we did we we mention Napalm Drop though? Yeah, right. We did, but you could actually absolutely speak on it if you want. So, so October thirty first, I think that's coming out. Napalm Drop is going to be is that's me and Scribble. Okay. Yeah, we did we did mention it, but uh, that's the little mixtape we're doing for free. Everybody's going to get it. So that that's 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 coming out. Right. Okay? And then I'm just I'm just gonna keep as long as you all of you will have me. I'm just gonna continue. To, to put stuff out and just let it be what it is. And so if you guys find something you like and it touches you in a certain way, pause, but you know what I mean? In your heart, if it touches yeah. you in a certain way, yes. <laughs> um, um, you know, that's all I'm here for. So, um, right. you know, we're, we're not, we're not, we're just trying to, we're just trying to have fun and, and enjoy ourselves again. That's it. Without a doubt. And you're putting that out for free. The napalm drop is coming out for free, absolutely. That's yep. dope. Just like this podcast is free, but free podcast, and it will always be free. That's right, Jimmy. But everybody out there has an option. I have a Patreon account. Mm. All right, and it's not like you're just donating to me because you get stuff for it. There's right. different tiers. There's five dollars a month, ten dollars a month, or twenty dollars a month. Okay. Like I said, you don't have to do it. But if you do, you want to throw me $5 a month for all the stuff that I do here, you know, that's cool. But you get stuff for it. Shout you out. You have a band. I shout you out. I mail you stickers. I mail you a shirt. I mail you gimmicks. I mail you things. So right. if you go to Patreon. You get, if you you get to, swag. You get swag. So if you go to patreon.com slash the Brooklyn Blast Furnace, become a member. And uh, I have to shout out. Anthony F, John K, Jared B, Tommy S, Jason K, Mark K, Lori D, Jimmy G, Damian M, John B, Joey V, Thomas K, and Craig H. Those are my patrons that uh, that help out the kid every month. Thank you very much to all the patrons. We love you guys. We right appreciate now. it. Like I said, if you do, awesome. If you don't, that's cool too. It'll always be free. It's just an option. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just want to bring up my black belt. All right, bring up. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Again, okay. I don't know if I mentioned it, but uh, I do hold a, I do hold a black belt in Taekwondo. Yes. Yep. And um, as you can see, Kang System Taekwondo. Yep. There it is. I just wanted to, you know, make sure. You just let let people know. And I'll also be selling these on Instagram. Jimmy. Yes. Cellophane rollers. This, these are cellophane rollers. I mean, this is high quality stuff, Jimmy. Right. Okay. You don't get, look, I can pull it. See, it stretches. Yeah. Right. So you see how long that is now. It wasn't that long a minute ago. It was, you know, because you pull um, So these cellophane rollers, I'm going to sell these on Instagram. <laughs> um, I'm not, I don't want to discuss price now because it's so low, Jimmy. Right. Yeah. You, I don't even want to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I don't even know if I can keep up with all the order. I know. You know? Yeah, I know. So, you start throwing numbers out like that, you know, people. Fall. I don't want to get everybody excited, Jimmy. Right. If you have someone okay. about, today's driving to work, you know. About the cellophane rollers. You know, I mean, guys, this is quality stuff. Look at this. 
If yeah. I put it like this, you know, you could, you know, what you could do with this, Jimmy. Sí. You could put this, you could put this across a doorway and have your dog run into it. You know, <laughs> fun you know what I mean? Him. Real funny. You know, you could put it up high, right? And, and then say, hey, honey, come in here. And then she'll run in and it'll go on her face. You know what I mean? It'll be like real funny and stuff. Also, um, you, you know, if you're moving, let's say you're moving, Jimmy, right? Yes. You could use this to wrap up your boxes, right? No bugs get inside, Jimmy. All right. Oh, thanks, babe. She brought me another beer. Hey. Uh, no, bu no bugs get inside your boxes, Jimmy. Right. right? Um, Listen, Jimmy, you got a guy that lives downstairs from you. Yeah. M maybe he's talking shit, right? Yeah. You take him outside, you fucking bop him in the head real quick one. Yeah. You wrap him up with this. Look at how strong it is. Right. Right? Okay. And you wrap him up. And you leave him on the side of the Bell Parkway. Nice. Jimmy, Jimmy, what's he going to say wrapped up with this? Nothing. He can't say Nothing. You can't talk about it, right? Oh. So, anyway... We'll be selling these. <laughs> on, I'm going to probably do some, maybe some big left here or something. On the other <laughs> side, we'll do like Brooklyn Blast. Yeah, a little collaboration. You know I mean? sure. We'll be selling these. These will be available here in the next couple of weeks. So I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, we'll cross promote. Nice. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, can't. Borat 2 is coming out. 2020 oh! saved. 2020's been saved. Borat 2. Borat 2. Bro, the, the first Jerky Boys record in 20 years is coming out in November. Can you imagine? You sent me that link, bro. I know. That was hysterical. You get, a, you, you, you get excited. You know what? It's great. It's good, it's good to hear their vo his voice, you know? It's like, it's like calming to me, like to hear Saul Rosenberg. It's the greatest shit ever. You know? I taped, he said, he said, uh, he said what did he say? He said, I got one of those robots and I, I, I duct taped the knife to his arm and, and he's outside my door. How do I get him? He, he's going to come in. God damn it. He's going to come in. God damn it. The lady was go. The lady was totally going along with it. Also, Jimmy, we may or may not have available for sale. Uh, well, these are my daughter's glasses. So you have them. So we have them. <laughs> and that's why I picked them up. These are hot. Of course. This is, this is a hot item. Okay. Shit for 2021. Again. And in fact, you know, it says so adorable on them. So I don't want to, I don't want to get too crazy with these, but we're not going to discuss price on these either, but you guys know how to get me on Instagram at the real big left. And we'll discuss price on those if you guys are interested. And when you do go live, people got to be careful because if someone joins, you might drag them in. If you join my live, you're at risk of coming in to the live and having a conversation with me. And you could be in any weird position. You could be sitting on the toilet. You could be laying in bed. You, you never know what's going to happen right. on, on bring them in live with Big Left. By the way, thank you, Jimmy, for making the flyer for that. I really appreciate it. Nah, no any, any, you know what? One more thing, Jimmy. So. While it's up here, you guys are probably looking at this chop cut rebuild. Yes. That's a show that was on, uh, I believe it was on Velocity, the Velocity channel. Okay. And my boy Jersey is a good friend of mine. You might guess he's from New Jersey. <laughs> Maybe. That's why we call him Jersey. But he lives out in California. Shout out to Jersey for hooking me up with this plate. He was on the show. Um, 
the actual TV show. He built a couple cars with him. I mean, he's a he's a great guy, good guy. Shout out to Jersey. Awesome. Um, that's it, bud. Shout out to my girl. Shout out to my kids. I got four of them. They're yep. all over the place. Shout out to They're, your mom and your sister in the Bronx. My mother, my sister in the Bronx. I love you. I talked to my mother today. Awesome. Next time you speak to her, tell her I said hello. I will. We'll call her again soon. I will call her again. We'll discuss the squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah. Squirrels. Right. Yeah, well, I'm pluralizing. <laughs> oh. Oh. Squirrels yeah. is more than one squirrel. Correct. <laughs> we have a whole new fucking... A whole new vernacular going on. There's a word. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes, sir. Anyway, bro, hey, listen, good to see you, bro. Thank you so much again. And thank you hey, to God. all of you. If you if you made it this far, <laughs> I fucking really love you. Right. So we love you, and uh, we thank you for supporting Jimmy and the Brooklyn Blast. Um, and support Big Left. Once again, follow him at The Real Big Left. And I have to ask you, you know the deal, but I always say it anyway because it's a force of habit. That on yes. YouTube, this goes up raw just like this from when we started to when we end. I run it on the Facebook group page as well. Um, but the audio version, I tack on the intro. Oh. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right now. You might have already heard it, but I'm waiting on it right now. <laughs> so, um, I'm, Jimmy, I'm, you, you haven't heard it, Jimmy? I heard most of it. I didn't hear the last two things. Yeah. Can we say what it is or no? Well, yeah, by this I mean, time, they've, why not? they've already heard it by this time. I hope they did. I'm waiting for Bollock to get the, the whole thing back to me. I think I'll get it, though. So I guess No, we- it's done. It's already done. I, I already heard it today. Yeah, but it's not ma- mastered, is it? It's mixed. Right. So it's mixed. It's finished. It, 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 it probably would be okay the way it is, but it's, right. you know, it ha- yes, you're right. It hasn't been mastered, but... I, as far as I know, it could already have been done, but... All right, well, I was going back and forth with Bollock today. Anyway. Diabolic and I... Talk, let's talk about it. Last night completed the new intro for the Brooklyn Blast Furnace with Jimmy Ferrari. And much, 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 much appreciated. And I just want to say, I've never been so stressed out in my life. I knew it. Over six fucking bars. Yeah. I had a right. And because I'm, I'm just going to put diabolic is diabolical. He <laughs> is fucking so dope. It doesn't matter what the fuck he's saying. Right. Okay. Even on a little intro thing. I had, I had to like, I had to like take a break. <laughs> and, I, can, and, I can tell by your text how we were going back and forth. You were stressing. He's so fucking diabolic is, is, is a friend of mine. He's a, he's a good yeah, guy. And I love guy. that dude. And I'm just, I'm, I don't care what he said. What anybody says that motherfucker is dope as fuck. Absolutely. And, and, and I don't care who you are. If you're going to get on a track with Bollock, even if you're doing just the fucking intro for Jimmy and the Brooklyn blast. Yeah. You, you got to take it seriously. So I, I definitely went into fucking panic mode <laughs> Yes. with this hey, fucking stick. Fucking the stick pause. No, it came out good. It came out good. The end result was the end result was I I like it a lot. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. So does Bollock. We listened to it today. And I told him, I said, thank you very much. And then he never responded. So because he doesn't do that. I'll text him and I'll get a text back three days later. Right. (laughs) 
I'm yeah. surprised he didn't just tell me to shut the fuck up. What am I fucking right. thanking him? But for? on his lives, you can t- you can write a comment and he'll read them and he'll talk to you there. But you send him a right. regular text to his phone. Yeah, yeah right. Fuck. Right. <laughs> I love that. But no, good, good time, good, good people. And again, Jimmy, thank you, thank you to you. Uh, thank you to the to the Delta Bravo stuff that you do, which is fucking super amazing. I love it. Right there. Um, and, and where it started was in Tulsa when Danny Boy found the Outsiders House. That was the birthplace and the, yep. where the Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team was formed from yep. him accidentally stumbling upon the Outsiders House yep. on a day off during tour. Super dope. Super dope. Shout out to Danny Boy because he's a fucking sweetheart of a guy. Shout out to Danny. Yeah, Good job, Danny. Without a doubt. So now, like I was saying, um, the audio version of this, my in- the intro goes up, and then I have to ask you to pick one of your songs to tack on to the end of the episode. Um, as as an audio or as the video? As an audio. The audio version will have a song. When we say goodbye, there's going to be... You know what I would like it to be? Whatever you want. I have all your stuff. Don't forget about me. Okay. I'm going to write it down so I don't fucking forget. Yeah. It's, it's, it's don't you forget about me. That one. I know it. Unless, unless there's going to be a problem with like a sample clearance thing. <laughs> You uh, you want to? How about a backup plan in case? It's backup not- plan. Backup plan. Um, I don't know, bro. What's what do you what do you like? I don't know. Pick one. You pick. Red, white, and blue is a dope song. Mechanical animals is a good, it's a great fucking song. This this so many. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Are you gonna play the whole song? Yeah. Play mechanical animals, and I'll tell you why. All right, so we're going to go with Mechanical Animals. Go with Mechanical Animals because... That's off of the World War Three Street CD for anybody who doesn't know. If you say so. Play Mechanical Animals yes. because Patrick, fucking Tommy Sawtooth, <laughs> okay? He's on that song. Okay. And he sent me a drunk text last night saying, I have failed you. You never play any songs with me on it. <laughs> well, that well, here you go. Mechanical. And I hit him up and I hit him back and he said, I'm sorry, I have no memory of sending you that. So, Patrick, this <laughs> one's for you. you, bro. Awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Good shit. Shout out to my hey, shout out to my boy Mars too. Mars, I love you. Mars, that's that's my that's that's been my brother since I was a little kid. He's he's on a lot of stuff for me. We did the afterlife together. Shout out to Mars. I love you, bro. I hope you're doing good. We talk every now and again, but I, I love you, bro. So awesome and happy birthday, my man. Many thank more. you, Jimmy. Thank you. I appreciate it. My PayPal is no. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow at the real big left. At the real big left and support his music. He got a lot of shit. Obviously, almost two hours in and. But uh, Jimmy, I gotta get going. I got a lot of training to do. Yeah, you go. You 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 go do All that. Right. I got my gloves. I know. I I got my belt, and I'm gonna take my shirt off and wear my underwear and my belt and the gloves, and I'm gonna hit this bag over here in the garage. All right, so you go do that, and I'll talk to you later. This chest. Hey, 
Take care there, Nips. Nice <laughs> to see you guys. All right? All right. We're over here now. Yeah. That's where we are. All right. Later, my man. <laughs> Good luck. God bless. Later, brother. Yeah. It's like the weight of the world. Heavy on my mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just after life. Every time that I speak, flash like down. Come on. I'm on another plane, another dimension. I'm kinda similar to angel confessions. I bring the truth as a weapon. You don't need a blessing this time. It's all for the sport. Got the talk down. Never really learned how to walk. It's all about you and all about the things that you bought. I don't need your rich games. I'll inherit the earth. So the bank account won't be the only source of my work. This way, the day of my death, just like the day of my birth. So the night shines on dark times. Live for the lesson. My lifetime, a thousand rhymes release my aggression. Evil thoughts lurk, shadows. Men seek devil misery, imprisoning encased in glass and taught maliciously and spoken words consistently, instilled into your synergy, embezzled in us physically and subdivides religiously. Who tells the evil history? Like answers told politically, it all remains a mystery. No angels come to visit me. Send out the messages, let them know we skipped the long road, we taking ships Check the center of your back, that's where they hide the microchips They watch our every movement, satellite smooth shit There's war in the streets, war spreading diseases Even Jesus told her father, he couldn't believe us Now we on our own, except for now we making them clones Go to Egypt, raise the dead and get to raping them bones Stop believing the poems, they tapping the phones Lapping your homes, click clack pop and I'm gone It's just the same old song, they tapping your phones Mapping your homes, click clack pop and they gone 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 and they Embarrassing for you while your family's left in tragedy. Oh, 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 oh. 